Somebody shout hallelujah. Beloved, you are welcome to the episode 3 of BP. We are in the season 4. So far in this season, we are focused on Peter and his role as a church leader. In the previous episode, we highlighted the fact that Peter was the foremost leader among his peers. We called him chair of the board. And the board is the 12 apostles. We recounted our enthusiasm strengthened his faith and that of people around him, mostly the apostles around him. Today, we turn to his activity as a preacher or the soul winner in his days. So our central question is, who was Peter as a preacher? And some can ask, who was Peter as the first pope? In the book of Acts, beloved, we read about the Pentecost, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon the disciples. Bible scholars believe this event to be the birth of the church. That is in Acts chapter 1 and chapter 2 we can see there. This is also a notable transformation event for Peter on a personal level. Preaching a message that still echoes today in Acts chapter 2 verse 14 to 39. Acts chapter 2 verse 14 to 39. Peter, a man was intimidated by a servant girl to deny Jesus and in fact he denied Jesus three times. Called witnesses to turn to God through the same Jesus he denied in a moment of confusion. It's a major transformation for Peter. Not only was his message clear, thousands of souls were won for Jesus. Acts 2.14 therefore cemented the leadership rule of Peter among his peers. He actually became the chair of the board in that moment. Beloved, to that singular sermon, Peter stood before witnesses as a champion, someone that is fearless and outspoken for Christ. But he needed to learn something as he moved along. He needed to learn to love not only the Jews, because he was a Jew, Jesus Christ was a Jew as well, and most of the 12 apostles were, but he needed to love the Gentiles. A, a leader must love all and everyone. Even, go, even though God had an agenda by bringing Paul into the scene for the sake of the Gentile later on, and we'll look at Paul later on in this, in this season, Peter had to make spiritual administrative adjustment to lead the church in Jerusalem and Antioch and later on in Rome. So authentic leaders must be open to experience to make adjustments necessary for the greater good, for the greater mandate. Accommodating the Gentile is necessary, or was necessary at that time, even when the Jews of the time had little or no respect for them for cultural reasons. If we pick up any New King James Version Bible on culture, we'll understand it better. However, after the vision recorded in Acts chapter 10, Acts chapter 10, we can read the entire chapter, Peter became teachable. He had a new view of the Gentiles. All leaders must be teachable. If you cannot learn, if you cannot read, if you cannot write, you must not lead. Praise the Lord. Although Peter did little writing, in the New Testament we only see First and Second Peter, he was dedicated to the church. His dedication was never in doubt. He loved the church. 
He was the first bishop and a foremost missionary among his peers. His role as a pope is linked to his transitional activity that helped the church at the early stages. His activity helped the church to gain a foothold, even when they were operating in secrecy in some cities, in Asia Minor, etc. This issue confirms one of the predictions of our Lord Jesus Christ about Peter, as clearly written in Matthew 16.18, Matthew 16.18, where Jesus said, You are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gate of hell shall not prevail against it. That word actually came to pass. So scholars see this pronouncement, Matthew 16.18, as the superiority of Peter over other disciples. He does set him apart as the false bishop or pope among his peers. Others such as Protestants, other Protestants or other Bible scholars have different views. Regardless of the views we may have, we all agree that Jesus bestowed a major authority and responsibility on Peter more than any other follower, any other disciple of of the time. Regardless of our views, beloved, we can all agree that Peter, from the day he was called to become fishers of men in Luke chapter 5 by Jesus, was a leader of the disciples and eventually the leader of the first church, the early church. Peter was the first among the leaders that shaped the church. He suffered persecution. He was jailed several times. He pioneered the spreading of the good news, the, the word of God beyond Jerusalem or beyond Judea. Although not written in the Bible, Peter eventually died a martyr in Rome. At his own request, he was crucified upside down. But this is it. Peter the fisherman did all he did for love. Love for the Jews and love for the Gentiles. Of course, the love for the Gentiles came later on. He did not do it for recognition or for a position or for accolade, or for honor, all that came along the way as he yielded to the Lord Almighty. So as leaders, we must learn to lead with love through conscious leadership. Like Peter, love needs to show up where we are present, wherever we are leading. All leaders need to practice the virtue of love in all aspects of life, formal and informal, including in our workplaces, and place of worship. If we do so, we will see that love is good at getting people moving and getting the job done. Love can never be an hindrance into our achieving our set objectives. Beloved, we must bring love out of the closet when relating with people, when we're relating with others, especially people that look up to us. As conscious leaders, we must carefully and intentionally show love as a virtue at home, number one, at the workplace, number two, and more importantly, in the church when the saints of God gather together. It will help us see this world differently. Instead of thinking about the world as a battlefield, love will help us to have a different perspective. It will help us to become better leaders that are conscious of people around us, conscious of things happening around us. Love as a virtue is important 
We have to see it manifest in the actions of leaders. Let us take generosity as, a, as an example. Let us use it for illustration in this episode. Generosity, generosity, beloved, is an expression of abundance. It is not self-sacrifice. No. It's an expression of abundance. Not expression of sacrifice at all. True generosity is an overflowing art that intends to share with others. What do we share? We share our time. We share our money and we share other resources and talent that God has given unto us. Why? Because they are, we see them as abundant. Generosity does, does not arise from a feeling of guilt or duty. Then that motive is wrong. That is not the motive. Feeling of guilt is not a motive, a reason to be generous. Rather, it should come from an awareness of abundance around us. Once we are aware of that abundance, it is easy for us to be generous with our time, attention, money, knowledge, and other things like Peter, as Peter did. Beloved, generosity and service should flow from the ocean of love. We are emphasizing it. It should flow from the ocean of love. In other words, every leader, must carry the sheet of love wherever we find ourselves. Whether you're a leader where you work or you're a leader in the church of God, you must, including myself, we must carry a sheet of love. Everyone around us, regardless of race, creed, must see that sheet of love that is protecting them. Every leader must make effort to love others, even when they may have been mean, it doesn't matter, or rude to us, we must show love. Peter was a cautious leader that used love very well, just as Jesus Christ did. Even when people were discriminatory, Jesus Christ ensured that it does not stand. Love should clearly. So generosity is not limited to Peter. We can also see that in a lot of things that that Paul did. We'll look at Paul later on. Pastors therefore need to demonstrate how much they care for their flock, not what their flock can give to them, not action that shows that their flock is there for their own comfort. Beloved, let us pray. We have four BP in this episode before we pray. Number one BP. A working man can become a board chairman who loves others, just like Peter did. A working man can become a board chairman who loves others, not loving self. Loving self is destructive. We can read Romans, Romans 8, verse 5, verse 5 to 8 as well. Peter was a conscious leader. Peter was a courageous leader. Peter was a confident preacher of the good news. Number three, leaders should confidently preach the good news. We must talk with confidence because we know who we believe. Number four, which is central to what we have been talking about. Love 
as the excellent way, as clearly stated in 1 Corinthians 12, 31, 1 Corinthians 12, 21, was central to the journey of Peter. Love for the Jews, love for the Gentiles, love for the Church of God. It is central to the journey of all authentic leaders. So, every one of us, wherever we find ourselves, we must lead with love. Beloved, let's look at our wisdom quote. We are taking it from 1 Joshua 9. Because for us to love everyone, we must be courageous. Because there will be others that may want to detract us. Or they may want to discourage us. Joshua 1.9 says, That is God talking to Joshua. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So in this episode of BP, we can confidently say, to lead self requires courage. To lead others requires courage. And to lead self and others simultaneously requires love. Beloved, let us pray. Father, we thank you for talking to us through this BP episode. Lord, we thank you, we pray for your divine courage and love to lead ourselves and to lead others well in all secular and spiritual areas of assignment in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, help us finish well and finish strong in Jesus' most precious name. Beloved, if you enjoyed this episode, please like us on our various media platforms and also join us at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Restoration House online or on site in Blue South Africa. We welcome comments from you. Please use all our platforms on Facebook as well as YouTube. Till we come to you in the next episode of Biblical Phonesis. May the Lord keep you safe and blessed. May He shower you with divine wisdom daily to succeed in the mighty name of Jesus.